Hey, Michael and Amy. Uh, this is a listener from uh, Washington State. Just got to say, I love your perspective. I love your commitment to godly advice um, in, in just a whole spectrum of relationship topics and, and uh, your emphasis on all parts of life pointing towards discipleship, uh, be it uh, sexually or uh, in intimacy or just in how you interact with each other outside the bedroom and, and in your commitment to doing what's right. I uh, love you guys. I love your dynamic. Uh, I love your your wisdom. So keep up the good work, and uh, I enjoy, but I'm looking forward to, to hearing more in the future. All right, God bless. Wow. What a listener from Washington State. Thank you so much. I told you people, if you call the number, we're going to listen. We're going to play it. And I know the background music right now sounds a little scary. Well, yeah, especially after that guy just talked. I was like, so are we Darth Vader or was he Darth? No, that was awesome. Honey, what is today? Today's the day after. The day after election day. Yeah, that can be a little scary. So I woke up this morning. Yes. And I thought, I want to do the greatest political show ever. Because <laughs> you know people want to know my uh, political uh, thoughts. No, let's not go there. No. <laughs> you got a little scared. I did. Because I was all amped up. Yeah. It's the day after the elections. Frankly, I forgot. You know, of course, I'm up at the crack of dawn. And I went in the room, was doing my little devotional, and I was like, <gasps> the elections. What's funny is that I actually watched the returns I, yeah, right after the polls closed. Yeah. I was watching the news and okay. trying to figure some stuff out. So listen, people. Here's a quote from Marie Curie, who discovered radiation oh, and yeah. died from that discovery. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing in life is to be feared. It is only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. Words cause fear. Socialistic. Yes. Neo-fascist. <laughs> oh, no. Immigrant invasion. Oh, Racist. Dear. Oh, Hey, no. the votes are in, and this is going to be the first ever politically motivated podcast of my life of our life, and we're still not actually going to get into politics. There you go. I know. That's good. But today, Amy and I are going to explore with you how seeking understanding can actually help eliminate fear. So we know people have woken up today, and they're, some people are going to be freaking out. Um, it's neither not as bad or not as good exactly. as what you would have wanted. Yeah. I'll I'll just say that. I, I think there's on it's kind of it's it's not a total victory on anybody's part. And what was really funny is you came in and you said, Oh, Congress has changed, uh, da 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 and I was like, Well, actually no, babe. There's a difference. I did. And I wasn't freaking out. I was trying to describe. I'm like, so, you know, they lost the Congress. And you're like, oh, Yeah, Republicans honey. lost the Congress. I was like, no. That is how unpolitical I am. Well, this is the thing, because we've talked about the branches of government. I know. Right? There's three be, of them. There's three of them. Remember what they are? We have the executive branch. Which is what? The president. Yes! Yes! You did we it. have the legislative branch. Which is? The, the big court. 
High Court. Supreme Court. That's the judicial. Dang it. What's the legend? Oh, they that's make, embarrassing. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. That's the Congress. legislative branch. Wait, the wait, which one am I on? Legislative is yes. Congress, which has the Senate yes, and the, the other one. The House. <laughs> I still can't get it. You've tried so hard. Oh don't let anyone in your family listen to this episode. <laughs> Those are I mean, so they're because you're you guys are awesome. You're very political. Yes. Not like in a bad way. No. I just mean you do a great job. You understand things. Yes. And then you have the judicial, which is the head of the Supreme Court, or the Supreme Court heads over. Yes. Well, if you think about it, if we have judicial that goes all the way down to yeah, the local. Yeah, I well. know, but right. the big dogs. Right. Yes. The Supreme Court is the, is yes, is the primary or the top of the judicial branch. And they're all supposed to be checks and balances of each yes. other. Correct. Supposed to. Yes. So we're not going to get radically political. And so don't, you know, don't panic. Yeah. But we do. It got me thinking, if someone is disturbed today mm -hmm. in any area of their life, mm -hmm. maybe they're freaking out about politics. Maybe they're freaking out about their spouse. Maybe they're freaking out about their kid. And there's fear. How can we eliminate fear in a healthy way? Mm -hmm. So that's what we're actually going to be talking about today. And then, my love, I have already started to emotionally prepare you for today's distraction of the day. Yeah. Right? Well, to, I, I, say, I don't say what I said. Okay. But I wanted to be extra loving to you because I lost. And you said you don't get scared by today. Yes. Yeah. I said, don't be fearful, but you're going to want to be fearful. Because I know you definitely don't like not knowing. That, that'll that mess you up big time. Does kind it of messes everybody up. Yeah. But but you may see it more as like, ooh, it's exciting. It's an adventure. Yeah. But I'm like, ooh, no, I want to know. I wanna know. Just let me know. Yeah. Many times I I kind of buy into the ignorance is bliss. But making the show today, I've learned ignorance is not bliss. Sometimes it kind of is. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice not to know things. Yeah. Like I don't want to know all the secret things the president of the United States has access to. I don't want to know. Well, and you know what else? This is something that I can bring to a spiritual level. I think that sometimes God doesn't let us know everything totally in yeah. advance. A, because it might temper our obedience. I don't know how to describe it than that. Yeah. Because if God, if God told you, you know what, Amy, this is what you're going to do. You're going to walk this walk for so long, and then after that you're going to be destroyed, and you're going to feel absolutely... But guess what? But then after that I'm going to pick you up, and you're going yeah, to learn some stuff, and you're going to mature, and then, you know, and then this is the next thing. And I think that I started... Uh, the idea of walking in obedience and just kind of taking it a step at a time and trusting is is important. Do you know what I think you're doing right now? Well, I, I, I think not. you're being a little passive aggressive because you're a little scared about the teaser for the distraction of the day. Okay. Because you got super healthy and you're sounding up. That's very healthy advice. Yeah. But are you willing? There's a job. I have a job opportunity for you. Mm -hmm. pays a lot more than this podcast. <laughs> and this is a real job okay. opportunity. Okay. You actually have till November 12th oh. to apply. Oh, okay. You can earn $100 an hour doing this job. I'm not that kind of girl. It's Oh, <laughs> I told you. Don't be worried. But here's the deal. Yeah. I need you to accept or reject this job offer before you even know what the job is, 
do you want the job? I'm going to give you're going to make a hundred bucks an hour doing this job. Yes or no. Give me your answer right now. Yes or no. No. You're turning the job down. I'm turning the job down. All right, everyone. That's her official stance. Now you got to stay tuned. I was going to say that. I know. Yeah. Okay. I know you. Stay tuned because at the end of this podcast, you get to hear if Amy has made a tremendous error (laughs) in her life. Turning down $100 an hour for this job. Hey, by the way, I'm coming up. uh, I'm going to be in Richmond, Virginia at West End Assembly of God. Doing a church marriage strategy training. So they are going all in on this new marriage strategy that we've been developing uh, with Roger, awesome. my brother-in-law. Making, yes, making the, using marriage ministry to disciple people. Yes. That's awesome. It's a brand new vision, people, and it's incredible. And I'm doing these kinds of trainings all over the country now. So if you are interested, just go to smalleyinstitute.com and reach out, or you can even say hello on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And I actually do check these messages. So if you'd like me to come and do a training for your church, just let me know. And then while you're at smallinstitute.com, don't forget, we do have Pursue Oneness. There you go. It's the new book. It is, it's, it's a part of this new vision mm-hmm. that marriage ministry should not be about making healthy marriages, but about making disciples. Which are healthy. I know. The fruit of being a disciple of Christ has got to be a healthy marriage. Or at least a healthy life, because you can't control others. Right. But you're good if you become. And as always, you guys have been, you know, responding incredibly to our call for subscribing to the Smalley Marriage Radio podcast and leaving your reviews. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We really do appreciate that. And so, okay, here we go. Why... Does understanding help us eliminate fear? So if you're in a fearful situation right now, whatever it may be, this got sparked because of the politics Mm -hmm. happening in our time, but there's other reasons. Well, I think the more you know, it does build up your confidence. So when you, the more I know about a subject, the more I know about a person, the more I know, and I am in a positive bent on that. And I'm I'm looking, I'm trying to study you as my spouse. And if I'm studying you as my spouse and I'm looking for how, what uniqueness is about you, what makes you you, why do you feel the way that you do? Um, then that understanding of that makes me feel more confident and makes me trust you more, makes you, me understand you. Better. Well, and we've all heard it. Knowledge really is power. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's the truth. However, I think what I've learned or what I'm starting to understand is, yes, knowledge is power, but it's the process of seeking knowledge or seeking understanding that's the key. So that's what we're going to focus in on today because there's three gigantic things you got to do if you're going to obtain understanding. Mm -hmm. But before you even do that, and, and again, folks, whatever side of the aisle you're on, if you claim to be a mm-hmm. disciple of Jesus Christ, the most important thing you need to understand after an election, God is still in control. 
Do we believe it or not? That's believe. I mean, this is where the rubber meets the road. That's right. That's right, babe. I'm on the political stump. There you go. Is that even a real phrase? It is. Oh, good. Okay. And I know I'm not in just Congress because that's two different things. There's the Senate and the yep. House. Senate yes. and the House. I yeah. cannot remember the House. Yeah. The House, there's more There's more representatives in the House because it's based on population. How big is this House? Okay. And they all lit like a dorm style? No. <laughs> the actual chambers are probably about <laughs> the same. I'm kidding. Thing. I've been there. Okay. I'm just making sure. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> you just, believed me. I didn't really. but you I, kind, I, I saw it in I, your eyes. I was just thinking, were you thinking that the, the house in the Senate? It was in your was eyes. like the, the, the space was the same? I deserve it. I yeah. deserve it. There's a hundred There's a hundred senators, honey. Yeah, I actually knew. Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. I thought there was 52. No, it's you get two from every state. Can so. I just say, I want you to start talking. I'm gonna Google how many senators there are, and if you're wrong, I think keep there's talking. actually because there's 52 keep states. Talking. So, mate, hold keep on. Talking. No, there's more than a no, no, no. There's actually too more late. Than, oh, how there's two from many each. There's two from each state. In USA, because uh, there's more than 50 states. Oh, you're right. Oh, see, it's a hundred. Well, how does that work? Wait, why are you saying di- Well, because there's the District of Columbia. and I mean, are they not really considered a state? Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So anyway. I, so I'm, there's 100 senators. You nailed it. Thanks, babe. Yeah, see. I just, hey, I didn't know the answer. I just secretly but, wanted you to be wrong. But the Congress, could... but the House is based on population. So some states have more congressmen. Right. Yeah, there's but, a whole bunch of them. Yeah. I know that. So here's the deal. <laughs> okay. God is still in control, yes. whether you're happy with the victory, unhappy with the victory, who cares? Yeah. God is still the dude. That's right. So in responding to fear and mm-hmm. in wanting to seek understanding, your first move has got to be to run to God. Mm-hmm. You got to trust him. Psalm 29, 10, 11, the Lord rules over the floodwaters. The mm-hmm. Lord reigns as king forever. The Lord gives his people strength. God does. Mm-hmm. Not Congress. That's right. Not the, the other branch, executive branch. Yeah, executive. Seriously? Executive There's is the executive. Yes. No, I know, but the judicial, judicial. Yes. and the legislative. Yeah, you got it now. None of those branches of government. You're correct. Good gracious. None of those give you peace. None of those give you strength. That's right. Hey, your spouse doesn't give you strength. Your children don't give you strength. Your neighbors don't give you strength. Strength comes from God first. Now, can God use people to support and encourage? Absolutely. But it come that still comes from God. This is what I've also how do I trust God in the middle of all this? Sometimes I think when you look at this and it seems like the Lord rules over the floodwaters. Well, tragedies happen. And we had Harvey that happened. Lots of floodwaters were were coming into our area. Yeah, because you can feel really powerless in a flood. Absolutely. Right? Natural disasters, like, I have no control. And sometimes it can come across. I can remember when we were doing um, some flood relief stuff, and I was actually knocking on doors and just asking people, do they need help mucking stuff? You know, muck out is like where you squeegee the water out and just basically try to get it dried in so mold doesn't Cut out the drywall, too. Yeah, well, yeah, but as... I didn't do that. Oh, right. I just basically, but that's a part of it. yeah. But anyway, as we we're doing that, it would be the different people's responses to those floodwaters. There were some of them. 
I mean, I can remember this one guy, bless his heart. He had just, they had just moved back in like three months before and they had, and his response was absolutely just devastated and he was mad and, and, and you know what? I can kind of understand him being upset. And I just want to say that there's sometimes a part of trusting God is you trust God with your emotions. So you trust God with that he's going to be able to handle, yeah, I am upset about this. And it is, it's legit. And how could this be, you know, how could I get flooded again? How could this be happening? And God's okay with you being upset about that and you feeling whatever you're going to feel. And that's one of the reasons why. the way that we do our lives and the way that Michael and I, the way that we talk about, you know, even our parenting and the way that we, we don't argue whether your feelings are right or wrong. They just are. And those feelings can draw us together or they can draw us apart. And I think that when we allow God First of all, you have to recognize you have them because I think sometimes people just want to like be all mad and they think, oh, and they just cut themselves or off in denial. or the, and then they just become more and more callous. And if you well, because more, they don't have understanding, they don't even know why they're upset. Well, or they're just mad and they're thinking, well, this is the way the well, world is I and know, it stinks and, da, da, da. and and it's like, wow, you're missing it. You're missing an opportunity for God to minister to you. You're missing an opportunity for God to say this hurt. And I get it. And I'm so sorry. And I'm with you. I'm with you in the cancer. I'm with you in the floods. I'm with you, you know, when, you know, the world seems like it's well, it's falling all around you. I, and that intimacy there, I know that it may not feel good in the moment, but recognizing God's presence in the middle of all that can truly make the biggest difference and the biggest impact in your life because this is only a pregnancy. We're only here for like, you know, I mean, this and is like, by the way, in, people in, a, in the view of eternity, it's like nothing. Yeah. And don't forget, cause I get this a lot. Bad things happen right. because things aren't as they're supposed to be. This, this is, was not God's desire. God's desire was not for us to be disobedient. And so unfortunately, then we have consequences for that. So just because you might be suffering and hurting and things aren't going well, doesn't mean God's not there. He's, he actually is still there. The question comes down to usually, and this is your line, your crisis, whatever it is, yeah. is a faith crisis. Yes. Are you going to believe or not? So I promised there's three things in the process of seeking understanding that we need to do. First thing in this journey of understanding is you got to take a time out. Yeah. You got to slow down, take a deep breath, and remind yourself who really is in charge. Right? That's why we started with God. Mm-hmm. It's like if you want understanding, you got to step back from the panic and from the anxiety and from the situation, whatever it is, and pray and slow down, take a time out. You don't have to make that decision, mm-hmm. right? We get this a lot. You don't. People have to- are like, I got to know now. Am I going to divorce or not? It's like, whoa. Yeah. You don't have to answer that yet. No. You need to hear from God. You need to have the peace of God to be able to say, I- there have been decisions that we have been that we've made over 24 years of of being married that 
if I did not have a peace and the connection first with God, to be, for God to, what I was just saying, for God to validate my feelings, for God to say, you know what, babe, I get it. I understand why you'd be frustrated or I understand why you would want things to be different. I understand why you would want justice. I understand, you know, all those feelings that we have, but you start processing through those things. And I love David and the Psalms. He does that over and over again. He will start with, you know, he'll start with his moaning and wailing and all that, but then he will come back to his trust in God. He will come back to, but you know, God, but I know that you are faithful. And he starts remembering the times that God was faithful. Those and markers. Those markers in your life. So being able to understand that it's okay for me to be in process with God. You will not be in process with God. You will be in process with your fear or anxiety. You're going to choose either one. You're going to be either in process of your fear, anxiety, uh, anger, you know, whatever that is, or you're going to be in process with actually engaging in the process of trusting God more. It, it, it's going to go either way. Yeah. So you just you just got to choose. And one way is going to lead you towards life and abundance and freedom and forgiveness and you know all that. And one's going to lead you down into yeah. some isolation and anger, and it's and you're just going to be like a big old porcupine to people. Yeah. So your first part of the process is take that time out, slow down. Now that you're calm, you can actually have a healthy, proper perspective. So the second stage of this process is you need to look around. You need to start researching. What do I need to understand? You need to come up with new insights on how things work and how you might best fit in with the changes that can, that can be constantly occurring around you. This is about, this second stage is about coming up with ideas on what you actually can do. Mm -hmm. You are not powerless. We're not a victim. You're not a victim. Something may happen and you may feel that, but you living in that state of powerlessness or that state of victim, you if you just take a look around and you say, okay, what part of this can I control? I can control my attitude. I control my actions. I can control how I treat people. Those are the things I can that- go get help. Yeah. So, yeah, I went to my spouse and said, hey, I, I think we need help. Would you be willing? No, I don't want to do that. You, okay. Well, now what do I do? I can still go get help because mm-hmm. I am because I am not powerless. This is important. There are no victims. And I know because someone just got really offended. I know that things will happen to you that aren't fair, mm-hmm. that you did not deserve, Absolutely. that you did not bring on yourself. That still doesn't mean we're a victim. It means that, hey, how I react now to this bad thing that's happened to me, that's in my control. So it, ignorance, and I found this definition, ignorance, right? Because a lack of understanding or a lack of knowledge is, okay, it's about being ignorant then, right? It's that lack of knowledge or information. Do you know that there's a really good study, and I have it referenced on the podcast notes, that people who are more educated mm-hmm. and in enriching, challenging jobs are happier in life. Really? Yeah. The more knowledge you have, the more challenge you're in and the more you're feeling enriched in your work, the happier you are. This is what we're going for because they feel a better sense of control Hmm. over their lives because I actually understand things. Their confidence increases. Wow. So the reason knowledge is power and seeking understanding and fear can lead is because this is where confidence comes. 
when we study, when we read, when we ask questions, look, I'm not political. So I remember the, you know, how weird I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not like a shock comedian. I don't no. I don't want to be filthy, but no. I do like to say weird Off the things. Wall things yes. Yeah, like so I I vividly remember the day before the presidential election. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting at one of my favorite places, Tailgaters mm-hmm. in our area, and I'm sitting right next to a um an older Hispanic guy. Okay. With long hair, really cool pulled back like silver. Looked like a really cool dude, mm-hmm. but we hadn't spoken to each other yet. Of course, the news on the TV is right. all the election. He's Hispanic. Yeah. What do you think I'm going to say? Allah? No. I was like, yep, I bet I know who you're voting for. <gasps> to be funny, and it was because he laughed. And he goes, I know. And he had a real thick Hispanic accent. He goes, I know, but you actually might be surprised. And I went, no, no way. Yeah. You're not voting Trump. He goes, I absolutely am. And I went, what? When you have conversations with people, and if you're an ignorant person like I am about politics, mm-hmm. he goes, I'm doing it because I want I want a certain, um, I didn't know that there was a Supreme Court Nominees, position open. Yeah. He goes, that's why. He goes, no, I don't agree with a lot of the things, but I would trust, I, he said something about, I don't want the Supreme Court to start becoming yeah. a law starting yeah legislating from the bench and you know you just don't know things Mm -hmm. and so you can ask people you can interact with people that are that are actually smarter than you in an area i i ask you a lot of times on political things what what are we doing and why and what do you think of this person and i i think when you also put yourself in a position of understanding and being okay with i did so good yesterday because Cole is our little, you know, outlier person, and he's just so funny. And he voted how he voted. He voted very differently than I did. And I was like, you know what? God love him. He's going to, he's in process just like, you know, just like I am. And he is. That's okay. And God is still in control. That's right. God's still right? I, we I will. Did, we will lose. I was, and I, I was very proud of you. I did not lose it. I, I know. was totally fine. I I I yes. He voted for No, you don't have to say names. I know, like all the independents. I know. And, you know, just because And you're he, welcome. He in perp- on purpose wanted he wants to upheave this political system. And it's like that's what people of his, you know. You know, in that 20-something millennial, that's where they're at. Okay, there you go. And that being able to understand that, being able to say, okay, I need to know with confidence. I used to, questions used to drive me crazy. If I, if I did, if they didn't fit in a black and white box, I just, I just thought, oh, well, you're, you're wrong. Either you're wrong or you're a sinner or something, yeah. you know, and I used to put people in that. And now that I'm, I do feel like part of it is just age and just knowing, okay, the world actually hasn't fallen. Uh, you know, it ha- the sky has not fallen. I think Wheaton College was a big thing for both of us because we were in a healthy, right. intelligent environment where, we, you know, because sometimes yes. I am can be so out of the box that right. I'm insane. And there yeah. were times where you could be rigid or too and inside of the box. Yes. And Wheaton helped. Yeah. And age. I, I really it do is think fun that we tend that- to calm down. But the I older think, we get. But can I just tell you, it may also be that we're, we've lived in 
our relationship at a place of trying to seek understanding with each other. And so because we've done that and we haven't, and we've come up with win-win solutions. So we've come up with solutions that work for both of us, even though we're coming from very different perspectives. Being able to do that, wouldn't it that be I mean, that's the ultimate goal of Congress is that we work together and we reach and we reach a win-win for the country that works for everyone. That should be what it doesn't matter what aisle you're on or whatever. Uh, you should want what is best for the yeah. country and not what's best. And that's that why it would be nice. You know, politics is so corrupt but, and blah 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 because we don't trust way, that though. when someone says something that they're actually that's actually they're doing it from a place of of authenticity i'll just put it that and, way. and folks if your relationship is in chaos yeah you might be behaving like our government <laughs> honestly yeah because the 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 problem it, we get so ridiculous and then i would argue probably most of them don't even really believe you know when you get out of control with someone then you tend to go to extremes yeah. and you start believing in things that you actually don't believe but yeah, the goal needs to be understanding. Here's mm -hmm. the third thing. Mm -hmm. This is big. So you've taken a time out. Now you've done the research. You've come up with ideas. You're increasing your knowledge. You've, you're becoming a PhD in whatever that thing is, your spouse, your child, politics, whatever. Now you got to test it. When you discover something, do something. Mm -hmm. I think that's my quote. <laughs> I wrote that this morning. <laughs> That is so Instagram. It's kind of like see something, say something. Though. I know, but it's not. It's not. When you discover something, <laughs> do something. <laughs> Hashtag Michael Smalley. <laughs> it's not just knowledge or understanding that helps eliminate fear, people. It's doing something with the understanding. It's doing something with the knowledge. James is my favorite book of the Bible. Yeah. Hey, if you do believe... You better be doing stuff, and you better be able to see it. So we got to put what we learn in action. And I will. There's a part in scripture where it's talking about you know when you look in the mirror and you you know you look and you see it and then you turn away and then you totally forget. That's what that makes me think of too. That when we have this awareness and. And we didn't really talk about, we were thinking, as I was thinking about like, you know, becoming a PhD in a subject, but we also need to become a PhD in like our spouse and understanding them not from a negative perspective, but from a positive perspective. And I think that sometimes, even when we, one of the reasons why I start with God validating my feelings is because I can feel shame and guilt and condemnation so readily. That is not what God wants for us. He wants us to have conviction, but not that shame and guilt. And so the feeling aspect of it gives me a positive perspective, A, on God. And then he can say to me, you know what, Amy, I, this is not where you want to go. You do not want to react this way or you do not want to do that. Same is true for your spouse that we need to be able to have an awareness of who they are. And be able to understand, guess what? Michael is tired now. You've been waking up. You're yawning, actually, as we speak right sorry. this very second. But but you I'm hitting the wall, the proverbial wall. Sorry, but you 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 wake up at three o'clock in the morning. I do. That is a new situation as we were talking about this. It I was is. like, that is a new thing for you. Usually it was five. Now it's, you know, do you know that last night you were so excited about the movie? That we were gonna that we yeah. were watching, and you went to sleep within well, like twenty minutes. No, maybe thirty. That's close. Maybe thirty. So what happened is I gathered Cole, 
Yeah, David I know. You're like, oh, you, you want to watch this movie? Yay. And we were going to watch Crazy Rich Asians. Which was which an awesome movie. for me. I love it. Has been my favorite movie of it's this year. It's so good. I absolutely, I was so excited. And then Reagan called. I was like, uh-oh. Oh. And, you know, she's our producer. Yeah. And she tried to text me earlier, but I couldn't, or call earlier. I was like, oh, no. So I talked with Reagan for 30 minutes in our room. Oh. And when I hung up, I went, yeah, I'm not going back in. <laughs> And I mean, clunk. I, I was done. Yeah. We and, paid like extra oh, money okay. for that movie. We paid so, 20 bucks for that movie. Here's the deal. I need to ask forgiveness. I avoided. What? I told. I know. This is how crazy my mind is. So I hang up with Reagan. Yeah. My first thought is, I'm never going to make it through the movie. I don't want to fall asleep on the couch. I'm just going to bed. And I thought I need to tell him, and then I thought, uh, then I'm embarrassed. Then I feel like I got everyone in here, and I don't want to be a disappointment. Uh, that would have been a good opportunity. I blew it. I apologize. But I went in and well, you, you found know, me dead asleep. Did you Did you know that I turned the light on? No. Oh, I no, turned I the light out. on. I'm like, what is going on? I go, what is he doing? I go, oh so my gosh, sad. he's asleep. I did. Oh, well, that's okay. Oh, I was so tired. But it's because you wake up so oh, early. And, and that's was a, a long new day. and that's a new thing for us. I was with so Preston Sprinkle all day. I know. He's so such a nice guy. He is awesome. Yeah. You gotta okay. meet him. What do you oh let's not go there? He's we're very already nice at guy. 33 minutes. So that's why you make choices. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why, well. That's why you do things. That's why you run to God is an action. Mm -hmm. Seeking understanding is an action. Mm -hmm. And so to wrap it up, we got to put into practice what we learn. Yeah. Because what's the point of knowledge if we don't use it? Exactly. Right? And that, I'm telling you, action, that's what I'm realizing. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of this is in the action. I feel Mm -hmm. more in control when I'm doing something. Yep. Right, so when you're acting on your forgiveness, when you're acting yes. on your understanding, absolutely. when you're acting on peace, when you're acting mm-hmm. on kindness, when you're asking, a- acting on forgiveness, that's where this confidence comes from. Is I need to know, but I gotta do. And mm-hmm. when I so I I start gaining confidence and knowledge, but it completes itself in action. Absolutely, <gasps> that's another Instagram-worthy I, I, quote. I think so too. It completes itself in action. Oh. Knowledge completes itself in action. That's a good one, babe. Okay, so hun, no, don't you dare look. Okay, I'm not looking. So, as you remember, our distraction of the day. Yep. I gave I you a job opportunity. Do, I am not doing what you think I'm gonna do. Hey, no it's, way. It's a hundred dollars an hour. I don't care how much money you gave me. Hey, no way. Here you go. You want to know what you turned down? And by the way, it's here in Texas. What? The job is in Texas. What? Texas. Oh, Texas, our Texas. Texas and something, something, something. Uh-huh. A Texas restaurant yes. and dog park is seeking a pup turn. P-U-P-T-E-R-N. Yeah. Like intern, but pup turn. Oh. A puppy petting expert to make $100 an hour cuddling with puppies. But wouldn't you have to be a puppy expert to be? No, you just need to be a cuddling I person who loves little puppies. Pup turn was. It's super... called Mutt's Canine Cantina, which I so want to go there now. Announced it is opening its second location in Fort Worth, so it'd be a little bit of a drive for us. And it's seeking a Mutt's pup turn with superior puppy petting skills <laughs> to make it a hundred dollars an hour. 
That's kind of crazy. What they, I know they yeah. posted it well, on Instagram. Well, I know that they have they have uh, like puppies and yoga or puppies and exercise and stuff like that about how you know yeah, yeah when you're petting a dog definitely like you're I know but you gotta get paid for it. Yeah, I know that's surely that's this restaurant won't last. But if you want to apply, here's the tag. Right, <laughs> this is what you do. It's at Mutt's Cantina. M U T T S C A N T I N A, and you can post a photo. You can show the video. Put hashtag Mutt's Pup Turn. Hmm. You have till November 12th, people, so you better get on it. All right. That's pretty cool. That's all I, I got. I passed, it. I, I passed it. out on that one. That's a you problem. Yeah, I know. And I do like dogs. I'm I know. I'm definitely a dog person more than I a know. cat person. Yeah. 100 bucks it. an hour, girl. I know. I missed it. We are done. Woohoo. I don't have a good closing. <laughs> so can... I think we'll. I think what were we're the just what were the stop. phrases of the day? The phrases of yours is when you do. Wait, oh yeah. The do something. Say something. But it no, wasn't that like when you New learn something. It was when. Why would you make me do this? Oh, when you discover something, <laughs> there you go. do something. This is the greatest closer ever. When you discover something, do something, and then I made one up off the fly <laughs> that we're gonna have to go back and listen to. But they were all good. It was a good. It was a good day. And now I'm just gonna cut us off.